It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's talk some baseball right now. Steve Phillips, my friend, we, we talked to you. I, I was joking with Slickhawk in the, in the last segment. Should we just, instead of having you on live, we could give you the day off and we could just replay April 13th of 2016's conversation with you and April 13th of 2015 and 14 and 13 when the Mariners seemingly start off every single season like this, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It is remarkable that there's that <laughs> level of consistency. Yet, I, I think sometimes when you have the same core of players, uh, they may be slow starters, and so it kind of rolls over. You think, well, what can we do differently? You know, they're doing that same thing up in Toronto right now. They're off to a one and seven start there. They're saying to themselves, well, what should we have done differently in spring training? And, and maybe you need to try something different. But I think oftentimes the reality is you've got a certain personality and the players on your team. Uh, it sometimes becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where somebody says, well, you guys always get off to a slow start. How are you, what are you going to do this year? We're like, wow, we always get off to a slow start, so I guess that's what we're going to do this year. Uh, it, it just You can't win a division in April, but you can lose one. Uh, I, I don't think the Mariners are there, but I think the Blue Jays are certainly in a position where they're wondering whether they're doing exactly that right now. And, you know, Scott Service, it was one of the first things he said when he took the podium at our, our media day, our preseason media day in February. One of the first things out of his mouth was, we have to start the season better. So it was on his mind two months ago, let alone two hours ago. And then he comes in and he sits in front of the media going into this series, the first home series of the year. And he said, well, welcome to opening day, everybody. This is a, he basically just threw away the the road trip where they went one and six. He said, "Welcome to opening day. I, I want to take your questions. I'm I'm excited to be zero and zero on the season." So he's kind of joking about it, which is fine if you turn around and have a successful homestand. But now they've had two out of three losses, and in one game they blew a five run lead. Yeah, I, I will say I'm never a big fan of saying we have to do this. Because we have to get up to a good start. Because if you don't, what do you do? Does right. that mean the season's over? Right. So I, I never am in favor of saying that you have to do something, right? It's never a must win until, if you lose, the season's over. And therefore, you've got to kind of keep kind of going and, and have that idea, even going into it, that, that it's a marathon. And look, the reality is we're two blocks in to a marathon. And so we're, we're very early in what will be a journey. There's no question. But these games matter. They matter as much now as they do in September. And, and uh, anyone you give away now, you're going to have to try to make up for later. And the Mariners have had some really devastating losses. Uh, and and you know, they have a 5 nothing lead. And, then, and, 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 and to have a big lead and then have things get away from them. To have you know, an advantage and think, you know what, we can just kind of coast. We'll go to our bullpen. We'll find a way to hold on to this win. 
uh, our guys are swinging the bats today, and then have it turn into a loss becomes, you know, it's, it's sometimes even more than a loss. It takes a pound of flesh out of you. Uh, and they've had a lot of those losses already this year. And we've heard this over, you know, with every struggling team. You you hear the excuses of, and maybe their reasons. Maybe their reasons. Maybe their excuses. They, God, if we could just, you know, if we just didn't have the Casey Fiend collapse on uh, on Sunday, where we, they gave up all the runs to the Angels. If we just didn't have this particular play happen, we're so close here. We're so close there. That could be, yes, that could be reasons, and they could very easily have two or three more wins than they do right now. But the naysayer, the glass half empty person, could say, "Well, yeah, that's just the the loser's lament." I mean, that yeah. that's what happens when you're a loser. So, in your experience, you know, when have there been times where that is actually a reasonable excuse, and have there been more times where that's actually a reasonable excuse and things turn around, or is that commonly just the loser's lament? And when you start slow, you're going to end up having a pretty bad season. No, it doesn't. They're not directly connected. I think that, that you can get off to a slow start and still have a good season. There have been three teams in baseball history that have started one and seven uh, and been able to, to get to the postseason. So, uh, and during the course of a year, you know, most every team will have a two and eight stretch, right? It's just, it's the nature of the game. Right. It's when you start the season, it becomes that much more uh, scary, I guess is the word. It becomes that much more concerning because you don't have anything else to compare it to. You don't have the eight and two run to say, okay, well, you know, we can play 800 baseball just like we can play 200 baseball. We're going to be okay. It's just the nature of the game and the peaks and valleys that come with it. You know, too much is put on this. Now, does it, can it be the start of a trend? It can be, but it only is if you let it. And I tend to want to believe in the back of the baseball card. Uh, and the back of the baseball card says there are a lot of really good players here, guys who are going to be able to hit. Uh, you know, it's a bit of an unproven bullpen. The middle relief has been a bit vulnerable so far, and they've got a lot of throwers and maybe guys who aren't quite pitchers yet, but they can light up a radar gun. Uh, but you got to pitch. It doesn't matter how hard you throw. Big league hitters can turn it around. So, you're right that when you start saying, well, if not for this, if not for that, those are the things that losing teams say. But every team, including a team like the Cubs, who got their rings yesterday, said that exact thing at some point sure. during the course of a 2-8 and t- eight run last year. The thing is that we know that the Mariners are not going to run away with anything this year. Let's just say they turn around like they've done two of the last three years. I mean, they started one and six. They started seven and 13 in a couple of these years where they've ended up with 86, 87 wins. So we know that best case scenario, that's the type of situation they're going to be in with a week to go in the season. They're going to be best case in that group of three or four teams that are all within one or two or two and a half games of the last wild card spot. But then you look back and say, my God, we gave up four and a half games to the Angels in the first 10 days. We gave up four games to Houston in the first 10 days. These teams that we're competing with for this last playoff spot here, we were four games back, 10 games in the season, too. Yeah, you know, every good team can say that. And and you can't look over your shoulder. You can only focus on that next game. And if you're close to that grouping of three, which I believe you will be, I think it'll be Houston, Texas, and Seattle. The Angels are playing good baseball right now. I just don't believe they have what it takes to sustain it with their pitching staff. Uh, All of the teams will have that ability to say it. Every single one of them, all three of them will say, 
boy, if not for this game or that game, we could have had a two-game advantage right now, and that might be all the difference in the world. You, you don't get those games back, but every team will have them. And so, you know, as I do every year at this time, and it feels like every year at this time I'm doing it, <laughs> everybody take a deep breath. Nobody panic. There's still a long season left. There's a lot of talent on this, this Mariners team. Uh, I, you know, the fact that the Angels are the team that's kind of out in front is a good thing, not a bad thing, because I don't believe all that much in the Angels. Right. They're going to come back to the pack. Uh, and Houston and, and Texas are right there kind of with you, so there's no real panic to face it all right now. Well, let's talk about some of the, some of the uh, positives that we're seeing from this baseball team. And, and Steve Phillips joins us, as he does on a, on a weekly basis here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. I love watching this offense not just go base to base to base. I mean, you're seeing Jared Dyson, uh, Gerard Dyson, beginning of the game yesterday, just giving Mike Fires fits over there at first base. Fires must have thrown first guy in the first guy of the game. Fires must have thrown seven times over to first base, but it didn't matter because Dyson ended up scoring anyway in the inning. I mean, you'd see this. You know, you see Mitch Hanniger stretching singles into doubles. Guys going from first to third. That's something we haven't seen here on this team in a long, long time, and that's encouraging to me. It's encouraging because that speed doesn't just impact the player with the speed. It impacts the guys around him, right? It distracts the pitcher. It forces the defense into rushing plays. And it hasn't been something that they've had there for a long time. Now, those guys with speed, uh, Martin and, and Dyson, need to get on base, right? Mm-hmm. They, in order for that speed to be effective, you need to get on base to, to be able to, to compromise the defense, you can't steal first base. And so, you know, the key won't be what do they do when they get there. That seems pretty obvious. The question is, can they get on enough to make it, you know, pay off in the long run for this team? That's going to be critical. The starting pitching was a concern going into the season. Uh, it certainly hasn't been as big of a problem as the bullpen has thus far. You do have a situation in the last couple games where you just can't get out of the fifth inning, which is really stretching your bullpen. But let's let's start with the good, and that's James Paxson. He has started the season now 13 scoreless innings, nine uh, hits, walks per the 13 innings. I mean, he is pitching all-star caliber baseball. And what's the what's the top end, in your opinion, for James Paxson? If he indeed has figured it all out, what can James Paxson be in this league? Well, he could be a number one starter. Uh, and, and he has the type of stuff to be able to be that kind of guy. Now, can he handle the workload to take the extra inning to save the bullpen on a given day? Can he pitch himself through that tough jam in the seventh inning to be able to just pitch to get that win? You know, that needs to be figured out still. But, you know, left-handers, and I've been told this time and time again from veteran baseball people, left-handers take a little longer to develop. They take a little longer to figure it out. Uh, And you never want to give up on that power-armed left-handed pitcher because at some point he will figure it out. And it looks like maybe we're there. Now, they're going to have to protect his innings a little bit because, I mean, he he hasn't logged significant innings uh, at any point because of the health issues. So, you know, they're going to have to manage him. And so he's not going to be that ace this year because I don't think they can afford him to go seven-plus innings each time out there because in the long run, it'll wear and tear on him. And the key is to keep him healthy and make every start. So it's a great start to the season for him, very positive. He has a chance to be an ace. Uh, The question is, how quickly do they push that and how much do they protect him? Kuma and Felix, I mean, they both come out and pitched fairly well. I mean, Kuma's had the walk issues, but he's only given up six hits in his 12 innings of work. 
Uh, Felix has gone the other way. He's had the hits issue, but he's got no walks and 12 strikeouts in 11 innings of work. So what are you seeing from those two veterans? Yeah, throw a few more strikes for you, Akuma, and a few fewer strikes for King Felix, right? <laughs> there you I mean, go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Admiral Obvious over here. But, no, I think the thing with Hisashi Akuma is there are times where he doesn't trust his stuff. He doesn't get a lot of swings and misses, so he's going to nibble. He's going to work off the corners, uh, and he's not going to give in and throw it over the plate. So you're going to have to hit his pitch. That's kind of how he has to pitch right now as he gets a little older and stuff falls off. You know, he's going to have to, you know, come in and out of the zone to bait hitters to chase him uh, because that's what he needs. He's going to look for more bad contact than he is swings and misses. For Felix, I'm not ever worried about Felix. He'll figure out what to do to get through situations, to get through outings, to be able to go out and perform. You know, the groin thing for him is something to keep an eye on because the legs are the foundation of the delivery. Uh, It's that it's not always about is the pitch a ball or a strike. It's about where is it in the strike zone. If I'm not quite right with my delivery, he'll get in the zone a lot because he always has been. But that last little bit of pro perception, everything has to come in. It's got to be the health of the shoulder, the elbow, uh, the arm, and the delivery, that consistent release point. Uh, And if you miss a little bit with a little less stuff, you know, the ball's going to get put in play. If he keeps it in the ballpark and he's not walking people, then Felix is going to have a solid season. Ariel Miranda inserted into the starting rotation uh, due to Smiley's injury. And it's, it's unfortunate because the injuries, even though they haven't been big in numbers, they seem like they've really hurt this baseball team. I'd love to have seen what Smiley would have looked like in his first two starts. I would have loved to see what this bullpen would have looked like with Tony Zick in it, with Steve Ciszek in it, instead of some of these under, you know, unproven guys who have who have really struggled. And and that's just you know that's just part of baseball, isn't it? I mean, sometimes I I know you've been through it. Sometimes you've gone through a rash of injuries, and hey, look, you won ten of fifteen games. And other times those injuries just seem to bite you every time they come up. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's a great point because I think that what happens, you know, a couple of years ago the Cardinals won 100 games and they had so many different injuries. Uh, I mean, the quantity of their injuries was significant, yet none of the injuries happened to the most important guys, mm-hmm. those stabilizers, those guys who kind of just drive the, the, the course of the team. Uh, and, and, you know, when starting pitching depth is a, a challenge for you beyond your five, then you can't really lose any of those five. And if you lose two of them or they're compromised in any way, then you've got less margin for error. That means the offense is going to have to be more productive. And, and so, you know, what ends up happening is it all feeds off of each other. As long as the right guys stay healthy, uh, then I think you've got a chance to, to have the solid season. Again, it all comes down to depth. It is a marathon. And, you, you know, you don't like to start a marathon when you've got blisters on your feet, right? It's one thing to get a blister at mile 22 and you're going to have to push through it. It's when you start the marathon with blisters all over your feet, that's where there's a challenge. And so, uh, or if you get it in the wrong spot on your foot, that's where a challenge. So it all comes down to who's hurt and who are, who's ultimately going to be out for any significant period of time. Steve, we always appreciate it. Uh, you're always the voice of reason in April for us, uh, you know, some panicking Mariner fans out there. I'm not one to panic yet, but uh, it's getting – I mean, it's just – it becomes, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, it becomes a math equation. Yes, you can handle – two and eight over a 10 game span but if you have two two and eight spans over a 10 and then you look what you got to do in those other 140 games and that's going to be very very difficult 
Yeah, I was told math wasn't necessary for this segment, <laughs> but <laughs> that being said, your math is accurate. You are 100% right. Uh, and so, but I, look, I, this team will turn it around. Cano will put them on their shoulders. Cruz will put them on their shoulders. They'll overcome some of that pitching. They'll get right back into the mix of this thing. And the good news is I don't love the starting pitching beyond the top two for Texas, and I certainly don't love it for the Astros or the Angels. So, you know, the Mariners are going to be just fine. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Okay, you got it. You bet. Steve Phillips uh, joins us on a weekly basis on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.